I'll call the uh, regular meeting of the Peace River Town Council for Monday, February 23rd, 2015, to order. Let the record show that the meeting started at seven minutes after five. <coughs> it takes us to the agenda. Um, I believe there's at least one addition. Uh, Mr. Bunn, do you, should we put it under new business? Alberta Pond Hockey? Uh, yes, I have an addition uh, on behalf of the Peace River and District Health Foundation. So uh, that would be a, a request regarding the fundraising event on March 28th. Okay, that will also be new business or will that be? Okay. And then there, there was a request from the Grimshaw Pond Hockey Association as well that we will be able to, I think, hopefully to circulate here soon. That would be new business as well. And there is also a request from the County of Northern Lights regarding the joint fire service. Okay. That's a new business too, I guess. And that will be new business or? Yeah. So all three items under new business. Any, uh, any other additions? Perhaps somebody would like to make a deletion? Hearing none, I'll entertain a motion to accept the agenda as amended. No, uh, no takers? Okay. Mrs. Sacek, Councillor Sacek, all in favor of Councillor Sacek's motion. Adoption of the minutes for February the 9th, uh, 2015. That was a regular meeting of council. Um, are there any corrections that need to be made? They look good to me, Your Worship. Great. Right, Can I make a motion to yeah. accept the uh, February uh, 9th minutes as presented? All in favor of Councillor Burr's motion? Mr. Lexoff, any public hearings? None, Your Worship. Okay, good. Any presentations, Mr. Bunn? No presentations. And any bylaws to be delivered, heard, etc., etc.? Not this evening. That takes us to unfinished business, and there is a letter from. Uh, the Honorable Kyle Fawcett, and uh, as is the uh, convention in uh, the provincial government, they like to strike out your last name and put in your first name, but obviously he doesn't really know me, otherwise he would have called me Tom as opposed to Thomas, but anyhow. <laughs> that being said, uh, maybe he was just leading into the the fact that given the current provincial fiscal situation, the government of Alberta is reviewing all funding decisions, and this was one with respect to uh, uh, Pat's Creek and, and the flooding and trying to prevent flooding from there in the future. And no allocations have been made yet from this program, and this is the uh, flood mitigation program. Environment and sustainable resource development will contact the town of Peace River once a decision has been made. So I guess he's not quite saying no. 
So perhaps a motion to accept for information unless somebody wants to discuss it further. And I move that we accept uh, Minister Fawcett's February 12th letter for information. All in favor? In favor. That will then uh, take us to uh, new business. And the first one is the Peace River Child Care Association request for support. So, um, Ms. Benke, uh, perhaps you would like to lead the discussion on this? Okay. Well, maybe you wouldn't. Well, no, I can. I guess I, I guess I thought Tanya was here for this, but... Um, so I guess my understanding with the daycare uh, is that there has been a letter come to us um, from Northern Sunrise on the 250, but that we also hadn't made any decisions on the uh, donation request for the paid back debenture, as well as the land, the extension of the leased land uh, site, and the potential for the $500,000 loan um, which was, I guess, a contingency if uh, PRCCA did not uh, receive all of the funding that they needed in order to get the project going. So my understanding is, is that coming to us today is the request to address um, the four specific asks put forward by PRCCA of the town uh, so that they know where they stand and they can start making uh, the necessary <clears throat> plans and movements forward. Um, to hit their timelines. Okay. I know Jeanette's here. Jeanette, if I missed anything, did I miss anything? No? Okay. Um, so they've included the business plan in there as well as the um, floor layout, which I think most of us saw when we were up at Northern Lights as well, or Northern Sunrise, my apologies. Um, so I don't know if anybody has questions on that. But there was changes made. Uh, Jeanette, did you guys actually make those formalized changes to the floor plan? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull this up here in just a sec. How do I zoom in? Anna, do you know how I can make this picture bigger? So one of the discussion points that were made uh, was the conversion of part of the con conference room into classroom space. Yeah, I don't know I'm looking at, yeah, you can look. The one I'm looking at has a bunch of red lines through a portion of the building. Yeah, so on this, this is in our finalized draft. Um, but what we've done essentially with this one is removed the conference room, uh, made the staff lounge smaller. And by doing that, and I think we've eliminated one office, we were able to put one more classroom in there. So we'll have nine children's rooms as opposed to the eight on the plans. 
And then the other change too was the the uh, rec space is referred to as indoor recreation space now, right? That's right. Okay. And where where am I looking here? Right. Oh, this part here. Yeah. So this is still staying here even though there's lines through it? Yeah, so the lines just indicate how we could uh, lock off the rest of the building if we were to use that for rental. Or oh, if we were to kay. rent that out, how kay. we could make it work so that <coughs> renters didn't have access to it. The so then classes. that will give you seven classrooms or eight? Nine. Nine, okay. 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 Um, yeah, so I guess that's the background on it. Okay, so there's four, four requests. So why don't we deal with each of them individually and uh, vote on those. So the uh, first request is uh, uh, basically a withdrawal from the joint capital fund. Uh, the combined total would be uh, $250,000. Yeah. Okay. So do you... Uh, I would put a motion, Your Worship, on the table to agree to withdraw um, the $250,000 out of the joint capital fund. With no provisos, no conditions. Um, I hadn't had conditions on it. No. Okay. okay. So I have some questions. Do others have questions? Well, I, it, your worship, it, it is. I, I, I can hear uh, someone in the background, and I presume that's the president of the daycare. Is it appropriate that uh, I ask some questions of Councillor Venke, or can I direct my questions at someone in the gallery? You can ask someone in the gallery, or ask Ms. Ms. Danks in the gallery. So Jeanette's present, is she? Yeah. Hello. How are you? Good, thanks. <coughs> so I, if, if you could just bear with me, Jeanette. So I, I, I'm looking at, uh, at the proposal that's before us. Um, I, I, I see the request, but if I could just back back the clock up here a little bit. So... So what, what happens if if this money does not if the, the two hundred fifty thousand dollars fails if this motion fails tonight what 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 what's the daycare going to do? Well, we're going to have to uh, hope that we can find more fundraising, but and that's what we're going to have to do. But I will just preface that one thing that's come through to us in our grant to CFEP is we were specifically asked if the town is giving any fi uh, financial support. So uh, I can only assume by getting that financial support, it'll help our grant application as well with the provincial government. Okay, on that point, I noticed that on the paper I'm looking at, uh, I understand what that grant is, but I see Alberta Partnership Grant written on there. I don't know that grant, but I do know one called Alberta Community Partnership. Is that a typo, or, or could you just clarify which grant that is for me? I believe it's the one that you're speaking of, which has come, we're not able to apply for it. We don't qualify under it. We've found out since. That, that's my understanding as well. That's yeah. why I'm surprised it's on there. So you're an el ineligible applicant. Yeah. Uh, so I guess my other questions about, um, you know, we, we heard from the daycare earlier about uh, space and waiting lists and all of that stuff and the difficulty of finding qualified people. So you've got some extra money from, the insurance by the sounds of it. I see you've also received some funds here from a loss of business. Uh, obviously, you had a good insurance policy, so you've got some money here. So what, why, you know, you're, you're building towards the future, obviously, but there's some risk here as well. So what what sorts of 
assurances could you provide that the facility is going to be filled? And I guess uh, the other question I would have is, in terms of future asks, um, I've seen and we've seen a number of projects come to council in the past, and all of a sudden uh, we don't have any money for the furniture, or we don't have any money for the fence, or we don't have any money for the parking lot. And what about the outdoor playground equipment? And what about all the other amenities? We forgot about that. So two questions. So what about cost overruns? And, and what, about, what about making sure that the, the building is, is going to be occupied at, at the levels that, uh, that you forecast? Well, I'll speak to cost overruns. We're budgeting with uh, hoping to have a 10% contingency. We feel fairly confident in speaking to our engineers that what we've put forward as a budget gives us some contingency in there, and we're very aware of making the most uh, economical choices and what we choose for finishing and such so that it's uh, the cheapest we're able to do but able to provide a, life, a good lifespan as well as make it op as economical to operate, operate as possible. Um, as for furnishings and such, we have separate insurance funds for that. It was based on our old facility, so we know that we'll have additional costs there, but we feel that we have at least enough to get up and running the minimum we need. Our playground equipment is all, with the exception of some uh, plastic stuff from the smaller children, has all survived through the fire, so we don't anticipate needing to replace any of that immediately. And uh, as for filling it, unless things have changed in the community and we don't think that they have, we should have no problem filling it. It's staffing's going to be the issue, so we know that we're going to only be able to fill it as we have staff available. Okay, one final question. I think Jeanette, you partially answered this before on the issue of uh, managing uh, money at the daycare. It's obviously a big economic engine, lots of cash going through there every month seems to me when I asked the question, you replied, this is on the, uh, the uh, I'll just call them overdue accounts or past due accounts. It seems to me I heard you say uh, 30 days and then there's a 30-day a window uh, <coughs> would lead to a total of a 60-day period before action is taken on a, on a family that is in arrears. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. They have space for the first 30 days and then Beyond that, they don't have, they're not able to come until they're paid up, and then at the end of 60 days, they're out, and that space can be filled. Well, I, 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 won't, I do not want to be accused of micromanaging your policies, but it, it seems to me that that's a generous window. Um, um, most people get paid monthly or 26 times a year. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if the board would consider a 45-day window, but I just worry because of the transient nature of a number of the families that we see in Peace River, that that 60-day window is too big of a window and people will, will abuse it. Um, and maybe maybe that's a comment, not a question. Or maybe my question is, would you consider re revisiting that policy? Because I, I worry that it's too open and you're going to get yourselves into trouble again. Um, and I will, uh, I will end there. Yes, we'll consider it. Hey, I got a follow-up question to basically what Mr. Needham said. So you have a 10% contingency. You go out, of, you blow past the 10% contingency. What's going to happen then? Are you going to be here asking for more money? 
Well, I know that we won't be here asking for more money because I know that there's not more money to be found here. But, I mean, we'll be looking for money, whether that be donations, uh, loans through uh, other municipalities, through the banks, whatever we need, however we can come across it. So you, uh, so you get these insurance proceeds, and I assume that the insurance policy was replacement value. That's right. So worked up to 1.1, then you got a $350,000 for business interruption. You got some donations. Um, so you've you were given enough money to replace the building, but you've decided that you're going to expand. You're going to double your floor area. Correct. And your And so I, my concern is that you're you're going to run out of this money. You're going to come back here. Uh, I why why do you why do you think that you can expand? I know that I've somewhat asked this question before because you came by about eight months ago, if not maybe it was six months ago, and <coughs> you were asked that specific question. Uh, Will you be expanding? It was, no, we won't be expanding. We don't have, and I'm paraphrasing, the wherewithal, the energy, the money, so on and so forth. So, so you're going to replace this building, you're, but you're going to double it. So what has changed between then and now that you feel so confident that even with a 10% contingency, you'll be able to, double this this area because we I I just don't think that we can handle you know a building that's got foundation walls and and you're and you're coming and you're saying wow I need some money for the roof so what 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 has changed that you what why is it that you think you can basically double the size well to start with, to just replace the building, as I said before, we wouldn't be able to provide as many spaces as we previously had. We needed to make hallways bigger, make bathrooms bigger, do things to meet code that wouldn't have been grandfathered because we were starting from scratch. Um, and then, and we weren't looking at expanding until the fire happened, and we've got to look at rebuilding anyways. And there's a very high need for childcare in the town. We're even while we were operational consistently heard that it's outrageous that people had to wait as long as they had to wait or had to wait and never get into the facility. So we know that there's the need for the childcare, and if we're going to take on the project to rebuild, it made sense to build to what we need and uh, can provide for in the future as opposed to building to just fill, fill the same amount of seat, seats that we needed because mm -hmm. we would have been looking at an expansion to some degree anyways. So, but you've already talked about the, like, your hook is being an accredited daycare. Correct. And licensed. And so you need certified, more qualified, somebody that has some sort of credentials behind their name. And I think you alluded to that just a few minutes ago is, and I know that Northern Lakes College doesn't offer that program because there's not enough demand for it. People aren't going into that program because it doesn't pay very well. Um, 
So you're going to double the facility, but you're kind of, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll fill it as we have qualified people. So I'm just wondering if we're building a facility that you just won't be able to fill because you won't have the qualified uh, supervisors to fill it. That's definitely the risk, and all. I mean, I don't. I can't say for certain, but we've we've been talking with Johanna with Alberta Works about um, some programs that are available for the high school students. We're going to be talking to and have have talked to in previous years, and then talking to Grand Prairie College with their graduating students. Sorry, I'll put five dollars in your account. Northern Lakes College does offer a program through um, uh, evening classes. So there are people that are going through that program. I've heard of a number of people in the community that have their levels that got out of the industry, but there's some excitement of new facility, new stuff, people interested in maybe coming back into it. So I can't say for certain we're going to have all that staff, but I've heard things that look like we can be somewhat optimistic that we will get people back into the industry that have previously left. So you, I take it, obviously you don't feel that the best strategy is to show that you can just to rebuild it, fill it, and just um, set the building up so that you have an option for expansion like we're trying to do with the uh, new arena complex. We don't feel it's the best option, no. Okay. Any other questions? I have a couple, actually. Do you know what your break-even um, enrollment is? Um, it's, I think it's in that business plan. I think it showed it uh, 80% was close to a break-even. Okay. Because you aren't, based on the plan you're showing right now, you don't have um, capital expenses that need to be paid back. It's operational expenses that you have to cover off, correct? That's right. Um, and then also in that in the budget and the business plan doesn't include the additional room that we added on, so that would. Oh, in terms of of uh, enrollment. It, yeah. Additional okay. Enrollment. Okay. And then the other question I've got is is it uh, in this um, request from Northern or in the request regarding the joint capital fund, there was a suggestion of having uh, town rep, um, and I believe a Northern Sunrise rep sit on the child care association. Board. I don't know if you had seen that or if that request had been shown to you or not. No. So I guess whether or not you guys would be open to... Absolutely. The more the better. Okay. Um, so I guess maybe then um, when the time comes, I would make an amendment to my uh, motion that we would uh, agree for the joint capital fund, but also have a request for a rep from both Northern Sunrise County and the Town of Peace River to sit on the Child Care Association Board. Is that where that would go then, Kelly? Or? It would, um, I think if you look at, at Tanya's information, though, she's she's suggesting that that there may be some liability issues with the town doing that, and we do have a number of boards and committees out there that once we, uh, once we become a member, we also start to assume potential liability. So um, I think her suggestion is that maybe that particular item needs more discussion before we would move okay. towards it. Okay, because I know I did. I had brought that up before, and I know we had talked about it. So, okay, okay. So, uh, just a question for you, Mr. Bundy. Did, did we? Uh, what kind of proviso did we put with the 
with the um, the skateboard park because yeah you can give them money but if they don't build it we want to make sure that the, the money stays in the joint capital fund so what's what was the proviso there it was that no funds are released until they provide uh, a clear direction acceptable to the councils that the project will be proceeding. So exactly the specifics of that we haven't determined, but it will be at council's um, discretion to do the actual release. I have to take a phone call. Well, any other questions or comments? Mr. Ford. Just in case that, let's say, for instance, you're unable to fill those rooms, is there a plan in place, let's say, that you could sublet one of these rooms, let's say, to a school that wanted to run a, like an option program or somewhere along those lines? We haven't looked into anything, but that would be, we'd be open to options if that comes, if it comes down to it. Um, one thing to look at when we're looking at budget, and if 80% capacity is our break-even, it's roughly around there. I don't think it's that number exactly. But if um, if we don't have all our rooms full, we also don't have the staffing costs in some of those, so that will reduce it down as well. Sorry, that's one of, one of your biggest costs? Yeah. Any other questions? Well, I just, I guess maybe more of a comment, like from what I've heard, I think there's definitely a need and I don't think, personally, I think you could probably fill all those spots. The tricky part, like you said, I think is to be getting staff and I, I tend to agree with you that your, um, your cost of hiring staff is going to be a bigger thing and, you know, as I read the business plan, you're looking at a $100,000 surplus every year based on those numbers, which included, you know, 80% there. So there is some... At least I see that there's a potential in there that if you had to take out some sort of a mortgage, you know, you would have the ability to service at least a portion of the mortgage. Now, wh whether that comes through the town or you go to, you know, Royal Bank or, or whatever, I do that. So I, I guess I'm saying I'm personally in favor of, of this portion of it to go ahead with the, to support uh, Councillor Banky's motion to, to, to go on the joint funding from the joint capital fund. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, so we have a motion in front of us. This is just on request one, or you got more questions? On the I'm just wondering if uh, Councillor Benke would be uh, willing to take a, 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 an amendment on our motion to uh, put in those provisions as we did with the skate park. Um. I guess I don't totally disagree with it, but I guess without having some type of, I mean, I guess we don't know at what point, we kind of talked about, we don't know at what point then those funds would be released. And the last thing we want to do is get into a situation where they need the funds and we don't agree that it's time to release them. So I, I guess I would be hesitant on that part, but. Well, what, what other monies do they need? So they need an Alberta Partnership grant to make mm, this It's out? looking like they need the um, this, and then they need the CFEP for sure. Yeah, this with the CFEP, I think, will um, will be at our cost. That will cover so, what our 
expected costs are, and then fundraising on top of that would cover our contingency and uh, if we don't receive any either of those funds. So I guess maybe what I would look at doing would be then to agree to um, keep the funds in trust until confirmation that the CFIP grant's been received, um, and then at that point we can release it, because then at that point you know you can build. But does that put them in a catch-22 situation? Well, I guess. I, that, that would be my version. Yeah. Why? Because it's in trust? Why, why would that put them in a catch-22? I think if the money's been committed, we've basically saying, yes, we're going to commit to it as soon as you come up with the other loan. I mean, they can certainly go to the bank with that, right? Councillor Sochik. <coughs> yes, sir. I am. Okay, then you need to speak louder for me. Okay. <laughs> Let's do the frequency of this. <coughs> So, uh, I I guess I see these as different different situations. Like for the skateboard club, they have very little money of their own, and so the grant that we provided to them is a significant portion of the funding they have, and they needed that commitment so they can go then go talk to industry and, and seek other donations. Whereas with the uh, child care association, they've got a significant portion of funding. This is this is you know, what, 10% or 20% of the funding. So I, I, I see there's a lot less risk, yeah. you know, fr from, the, from the town standpoint in this. And we know where they're, where they're at. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a small amount of money for the child care center, but it's a big amount of money for us. So. <laughs> we need to, uh, I, Oops. I think we need to protect. Uh, yeah, so I think then I would probably keep my motion the way Sorry, I cut myself off. Uh, keep it as it is. To uh, withdraw the 250000 from the uh, capital cost sharing account uh, pending confirmation of the CFIP grant. Okay. So I'll call a vote on it. So uh, all in favor of Councillor Menke's motion? In favor. And against? Okay. Pass six to one. So that goes to request number two. And I would put a motion on the floor, Your Worship, that uh, the town of Peace River decline Peace River Child Care Association for a $56,000 grant. And, okay. Any further discussion on that? Was there a specific recommendation from the town? Administration. The recommendation it, that it, yes, it's uh, it's noted as uh, this of the, uh, the final recommendation that's broken into four parts. This would be the second right. the second paragraph. Yeah, I think I am on page six. Oh, on page three. Oh, okay, I see. You go all the way down to the back. Recommendation. Any uh, further questions on that? Any further discussion? Okay. Uh, call for a vote on Councillor Needham's motion. All in favor of Councillor Needham's motion? In favor. Against? Pass, uh, pass six to one. So the second request, is, I mean, the third request is. To increase the land that we currently have leased to the Peace River Child Care Association to allow for the construction. 
So, Your Worship, I would put a motion on the table uh, to allow for the expansion, or expa- I guess to agree in principle for the expansion of the lease for um, the Peace River Child Care Association, uh, which would be at 7501 99th Street. And I know that she has a specific wording in here that I would want to make sure we use. And Mr. Bond, administration's recommendation is that we uh, agree to provide this lease. That's correct. Okay. Uh, I, a, I believe yeah. I heard some words, uh, motion, Your Worship, but if, uh, if I didn't, if it could be restated, but I guess uh, if it's as printed on the uh, electronic copy, my friendly amendment would be that any of those costs associated, if there is a new title that's required or any survey costs, that those costs uh, go to the daycare association. So, so uh, I, I was not clear if there yeah. was a motion on the floor yet. Yeah, there was. Um, okay. I don't think it was completed, but I think Councillor Benke was essentially saying to adopt administration's Re- recommendation. Correct. Now, there isn't anything there discussing that. Kelly, what, what would typically happen in a situation like that? <clears throat> Well, if it was any anything private, then they would be responsible for all costs. Uh, when it's our land and a, and a not-for-profit group, it will be council's discretion as to how they want to deal with it. So in the case of uh, what Councilor Needham is suggesting, we certainly – it wouldn't necessarily be out of order. It's not done all the time. It really boils down to how council feels about the particular – but there would, there would, we're anticipating there will need to be resurvey and retitle done yeah. on that. And do you have any idea what that's going to run us? Or I the don't. parties involved? Sandy, do you know? The first thing to be done is the Mickey Valley description. Okay. Oh, okay. So therefore, actually, we'll have to survey the yep. land and then by description. And we can do so this one by bits <coughs> and bounds as well. Okay. I, I guess my question is there was kind of a discussion in there as to whether or not we give them the whole piece of land or we keep a portion of it. Is there any advantage to keeping the piece, the pointy little piece that's back towards the hill, or would there be access issues, and would we use it for anything? I No, I don't think so. I think that's why ultimately the recommendation was to allow the whole piece to go. I guess I have well, two questions, one for administration, one for Jeanette. Uh, I I guess I'm questioning, like, there's no access to the back portion of that. Like, it sounds like they, they attached a value to it, but if you don't have access to the property, is is that assessed value? Is, is that realistic? Or was that the assessed, the assessed value they gave from, from the appraiser? Was that for the whole parcel? That was for the parcel, yeah. Okay, all right. And then the other question is, like, currently that, that area is at the back is not fenced off, and that would be my concern right now. The, school kids can go from one side to the other without any barriers. You're not intending, have no intention to fence that the property off, are you? Yes and no. So we would just fence off what we need for our own playground equipment. Mm-hmm. And okay, then yeah. beyond that, we wouldn't fence it between the two schools. We wouldn't be putting up but, any additional, but just as much as we need for our... Like similar to what you space. had already. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, so the, gr- the green space, Jeanette, would not change. It would be quite large between the two school divisions. Then. That would remain open. It's not a sterile piece of dirt then. It, it would be a free green space, no offense. That's correct. It'll change to some because there'll be an expansion back in there, but there'll still be green space available behind <coughs> our fenced area. So with the meets and bounds description, um, it's been a while since I've dealt with that. 
There would be minimal to no cost associated with that? Okay. So, so there was a, you proposed a friendly amendment? Well, if it's a minimal cost, I would think that the daycare society could incorporate that in their million dollar budget. So I, I guess uh, if, if, if this is a, uh, I, I, I would consider it a friendly amendment that the costs go to the daycare. And, uh, but Councillor Benke has to decide whether it's friendly or not. <laughs> oh, I don't consider it unfriendly, but I guess if, if there's next to no cost to it, I don't see if, if it's necessary. If we have to look at doing a survey, so I guess as long as we can do um, a meets and bounds description on, <clears throat> pardon me, on the piece of land, I don't think it would be critical to add that to it. But if we do end up in a situation where it has to be surveyed, then I think that's something we could discuss at that point. But if it, it, I don't know how we would word that where, you know, the cost would be carried by the town as long as it remains a descriptive. So why don't we consider it an unfriendly amendment? And so that means that we vote on your motion. And then if that's defeated, we vote on Councillor Benke's motion. Isn't that correct? I'm, I'm comfortable with that. So your motion uh, is to to adopt administration's recommendations on this request number three regarding this, the giving them the land and uh, with the proviso that the peace, is it the peace? Any, any survey costs. Peace River Child Care Association bear any survey costs, fencing costs, is, is, was that one of them or just for survey costs? Well, I think it's survey and land, and I presume there's going to have to be a lot block plan change. I'm, uh, I would default to Kelly's expertise here, but I presume there's going to have to be a, a new plan created. Uh, perhaps not. But you're irregardless. So so the the associated costs with uh, for survey and uh, land titles. Changes. Correct. Correct. Anything else? No. Okay. So just to get clarification so I know exactly what you're going on, I thought we were prepared to lease them the entire lot, so there's not going to be any anything required at land titles, and so it's just a matter of in the lease we'll have to describe the property, which will be described by meets and bounds, which is fairly straightforward, right? So that I guess. So then you won't have any problem voting for Mr. Needham's motion because it doesn't. You, you don't think there's going to be any cost there. Well, I, I guess it depends. Are we prepared to lease the whole whole lot, or are we just going to take, give them what they need for well, their what, property and what, leave the, well, the rest? Well, what did the recommendation say? So both motions were administration recommends the town of Peace River Council agree in principle to pro provide a lease to the Peace River Child Care Association for the property of lot R1, block 11, plan 6722, NY, municipally described as 7501 99th Street, the purpose is of the expansion of the Sugar Plum Tree Daycare Center, including green space, playground, and parking. 
in addition that the terms of the lease and the exact portion of the property to be leased by the Peace River Child Care Association must be brought back later brought back at a later date for council approval and then Mr. Needham wanted to add the proviso on his motion that the Peace River Child Peace River Child Care Association bear the cost for survey and other and other costs associated with land titles and why we wait and deal with all all that intricacies later rather than trying to deal with it up front right now it's I guess the the recommendation is that we're agreeing in principle to provide them with the land and then they're saying the details of the lease will come back at a later date but Kelly is this not the entire portion of the land or is this yeah and I I think if if you support the recommendation as it's written then what council Burr said is is quite correct we'll go we'll talk about it I think it's going to be the entire parcel we'll work out terms of the lease and we'll bring it all back and at that point in time if there is any cost we'll have those costs so if if you're going to go the other route where where you're saying now that let's let's decide on the cost then we probably don't need to come back we'll just go ahead and finish it and do it so I think if we stick with the recommendation if, if that's the route you want to go then we'll sort out all the detail with the association come back and say this is this is the what we're recommending as the lease yeah because my motion was to agree in principle it was basically the recommendation provided right. by Tanya so it would need to come back to us for right. ratification and approval yeah okay so are you going to withdraw given that discussion are you going to withdraw I, I, will, I, will, I will withdraw the motion and, uh, <coughs> okay. and uh, we'll uh, if there are costs associated with this then I'm under the belief that we will be voting on those costs at a next at a future so uh, that goes to Councillor Benke's motion about the uh, Councillor Benke's motion was that we adopt administration's recommendation with with respect to request number three. All in favor of Councillor Benke's motion? In favor. Passed unanimously. Okay, so the request number four uh, deals with the loan option. And um, who do you want to speak to this, Mr. Bunn, or um, should someone else speak to this? So rest, request number four is a loan of half a million dollars. The Peace River Child Care Association has requested a loan of up to half a million dollars in the event that they are unable to secure all funds required for the expansion project. And there's a number of options, option one uh, and option two. Option one is to basically provide agreement in principle to the loan, and option two is to decline the loan option. And administration's recommendation was to decline a loan option to the <coughs> Priest River Child Care Association for the daycare project. And I think if, if we just clarify, I believe the discussion was that that amount isn't built into your plan anyway, and you were just saying any shortfalls you would fundraise for, so this request is really not required, is it? Yeah, at this point we don't think it's required, and we just wanted to have some sort of contingency in case we didn't have all our funding 
in place at the time of building or we got any multi-year funding from anyone. But at this point, we don't need it. And I was under the understanding it was kind of already out the door anyway. So no pressure. Can I put a motion on the table that we table this until such time they come back to us and indicate they need help with the funding? I, I think they first should pursue you know, commercial banks first, and then if there's no other way, then I think the town really needs to consider this. But uh, I think we should deal with that later. Okay, there's a motion to table this. All in favor of Councillor Burr's motion? Opposed? Pass six to one. Okay, that's it. <coughs> Okay, Northern Lakes College pre, uh, so this is item uh, 8.2, uh, their pre-employment cooking program. <coughs> and the Town of Peace River has, requested, has received a request from Northern Lakes College in regard to partnering at the Peace River Airport Cafe, using that as the training facility. Uh, the program is not to serve as a food service to the airport. And uh, administration is recommending that prior to making a commitment to Northern Lakes College pre-employment cooking program, the Peace River Airport Cafe be advertised for any interested parties. And administration's reason for that, could you just... I'll go over that, Mr. Uh, well, it, the airport, as everybody knows, is, is getting to be quite busy. And we have had, um, actually, so far, two tentative indications of interest in operating it as a for-profit facility. The, the Northern Lakes program uh, <coughs> is, is still tentative in terms of they do, don't currently have uh, anybody signed up for it, it would be a potential program. And certainly, I think if we were talking a year ago, we would strongly recommend that, that they move into that facility. Uh, we just think that because there appears to be some interest, we might be best to put that out first before we make a decision here and tie it up, because we will have to tie it up until, at a very minimum, the fall before we know. So would they, I'm assuming, they are they asking for this facility for free? Uh, my, my understanding is yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Which leads me to the question. So I thought a partnership was 50-50. So what's Northern Lakes putting on? <laughs> I, I guess they're they're in, in ways, you know, building our, our community as an educational center. They're offering more programming. And like I say, probably, uh, you know, up to a year ago, we would have jumped at it because... We were dying to have anything happen there, but but circumstances have changed significantly. So um, I, I, I'm not even suggesting that it may not be an option because the tentative expressions of interest may not materialize anyway. We just would like the opportunity to put it out there and give anybody an opportunity if they are uh, looking to do something. Well, I would certainly be willing to put a motion on the floor, Your Worship, that uh, we support administration's recommendation to. Uh, advertise a business opportunity at the Peace River Airport for a cafe. 
so the Northern Lakes people wouldn't be using it as a <coughs> food service to the airport? Liability issues? <laughs> no, but their their point is that it's a training program, and so they they wouldn't guarantee that on any particular day that they may be cooking. They may be giving classroom type instruction, or and then when they do cook, <coughs> it might be one type of soup. So you can come, and if they have, if it turned out, you get soup, and but it's no uh, there's no guarantee of it on any day. I have a question, Your Worship. Is, like, I don't know what the schedule of flights are. In the old days, the flights were in in the morning and they're out in the afternoon, and during the, the main part of the day, there wasn't as much activity there. Is that the way it is now? Like, most of the flights, the flights are coming in in the morning so the guys can get out the plant at, at a reasonable time, and then they're leaving at the end of the shift, so then the flights are leaving later. So during the, the bulk of the day, it's not, wouldn't be busy it's it's actually I mean certainly that's that's majority is is the morning and then in the afternoon, but we are starting just just because the number of flights and the number of people they have to spread them out because they can't accommodate everybody at once, so that that dead time window is actually getting fairly small. We're we're down to maybe two or three hours midday that it's slow, but okay. we're starting now with. You know, they, and they change every day almost, but we are getting afternoon flights starting as early as 2 o'clock now okay. and going through till 6 or 7. Uh, morning flights are coming in as late as 11, so it's getting to be a fairly small window. Yeah. I guess I, I I tend to agree with the idea. It makes sense to put out there if there's a commercial venture that can be made to run there. I think we should pursue that. But I guess maybe as part of the, the request for proposals to flag the potential of Northern Lakes and see if there isn't some way that they could integrate I you know I, again I don't want to handicap a, a, a business person and you know tie their hand behind their back but. okay any further questions discussion no all in favor of Councillor Needham's motion in favor okay passed unanimously okay The 2015 Spring Trade Show, and uh, so, so this is the Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce Trade Show, and uh, it's going to be held <coughs> on April 10th to the 11th, and um, Administration is suggesting that council pass a motion to enable councillors to to populate the town of Peace River booth on April the 10th and April the 15th, 2015, and furthermore that council abide administration of the date and times they are available. So, we'll recommend uh, a motion on this. I would put a motion on the table, Your Worship, to accept administration's recommendation. I'm going to call for a vote. All in favor? In favor. Unanimously passed. Okay. That takes us to uh, Women in the North Conference. And uh, you attended this last year, Deputy Mayor Manzer? Yes, Mr. Mayor, I did. So I, I would uh, move that um, two members of council be enabled to attend the Women in the North 
conference April 1 at the Bell Petroleum Center in Peace River. Okay, and um, we are they looking for, have we given them, f yeah, we've, are we, are they asking for support? They've already, or have we given support? Okay, uh, all in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion. <coughs> so will you be available to give another rousing speech? Uh, unfortunately, I will be away April 1st. Okay. There, uh, item five, Holly Porterfield, uh, Constable Holly Porterfield was nominated for uh, an award, and maybe Councillor uh, Ford would like to speak to that. Yes, Constable Porterfield was uh, nominated for award, and in my discussions with uh, Staff Sergeant Brent Meyer, um, was looking for a, a letter of support in regards to that nomination. Um, now, we had a, a timeline crunch here where the nomination had to go in by uh, Friday, uh, of last week, um, so the uh, this is just the uh, recommendation after the fact. So this award is the community the community services award uh, given by the IODE of Canada, which stands for the Imperial Order Daughters of the Empire, um, and this is an award to recognize a member, unit, or detachment of the RCMP for exemplary public service to their community outside of their official duties. And that's what Constable Holly Porterfield has been nominated for. So we need a, uh, a motion to, well, yeah, perhaps you can, what, did you make a motion on this, Councillor Ford? So moved. Okay, you're, you're moving to adopt administration's recommendation? That is correct. Okay, all in favor of Councillor Ford's um, motion? In favor. Okay, passed unanimously. <coughs> uh, Peace River Regional Pool Air Handling Unit. And uh, there, the I guess there really isn't an issue is administration wanted to update council on the air handling unit, the Peace Regional Pool, and provide information on the visual of the proposed new unit that will be exterior to the building. And um, perhaps, are you going to give us the details on that, Mr. Bunn, or? There, there isn't a lot of, a lot of details. <laughs> what I'd mentioned this before that uh, we wanted to make council aware because it is, uh, as you can see, kind of um, not not as pretty as as one might like it to be uh, sitting on that corner. It's going to have those large uh, stacks and piping on the roof, and the the what the fencing that's shown in the picture is is their suggestion on one way that it could be it could be uh, somewhat hidden or disguised. We can also look at doing some maybe some trees out there or, or something, but we wanted council to be aware that this is going to be, uh, you know, potentially a little bit of a eyesore there. So it, it, would it be a fence or, or a mural where the swim club could do some, it, it, it could 
could be there's some options to do some camouflage work anyway, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And I just I didn't want uh, anybody to be surprised when they start working on it. Uh, you all of a sudden go, what the heck is that? Because it doesn't, as you see, it doesn't tie in. It's a standalone modular unit. So uh, it doesn't do a direct tie into the building itself. So we, we just wanted everybody to get a heads up. So have you passed this around to the local neighbors and the guys that are across the street for comments? Or No, it actually, we this fence drawing just came in here, I think, last week. So we but I mean, just in, in general, have they been talked to about the project? I don't project? Might not be a bad idea. When you say across the street, you, 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 you meant uh, the neighbors in terms of residents? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the guys that are going to be looking out their front window and see it all the time. Well, whether you like it or not, I, to me, it's an engineering structure. It looks kind of nice. I, you know, I, I guess all the <laughs> I had the beholder. I mean, it's not as nice as what would be without there, but it's. I mean, I think it makes the building much more functional. So the, the question I did have, Kelly, though, there is an access door there that obviously is required for building code. The space there is to allow, enable egress and, and still be able to use that safely then. Okay. Yeah. So I am in favor of uh, planting some trees around that area, just to let everybody know that. It's quite a surprise. <laughs> I thought it would be. But I would move that um, we accept this update for information. All in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion? In favor. You're not going to move the plant trees too, or you wait for that? I'm sure administration will be looking into that. I, I wonder if it, it would be beneficial to send this up uh, County Northern Lights and Sunrise County just as information as well, if they help fund it. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, there are three uh, new, three additional items. Um, one of them was uh, an MD of peace. MD of peace gave us money too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. Time. So, which of the three shall we deal with first? There's um, there's the pond hockey one. That should be fairly straightforward. So, did everyone get a copy of this? I, I, I did not receive right. a copy of it, but I so think I know what it is. It's similar to other years. You actually have it on your email, Mr. Needham. Okay, well, I'll look right now. So uh, this is the – so the Alberta Pond Hockey Association is actually not having a pond hockey tournament per se, but they <coughs> are um, going to host an event that will um, – that's – basically designed as a uh, well it's they're hosting a three-day NHL alumni hockey clinic for all of minor hockey in the region at the mile zero regional multiplex arena on March 13th 14th and 15th the clinic includes both on ice and dry land training and is a great opportunity for our peace region hockey players to improve their skills Wayne and Dave Babich will be bringing five to six NHL alumni to the multiplex to work with our youth. Um, so they are saying we still require assistance from our municipal partners in order to make these events a success. We are already, we have already been speaking with the Minor Hockey Association in the region, and we will be sending out the regi registration information shortly. 
As well, we will be advertising the concert and NHL alumni three-day clinic through various media sources. Um, I, I, I'm still I'm a bit of loss as to what the ask is. Uh, just a letter of support, or uh, do you know, Mr. Ford, what Mr. Allen? Maybe you could, because... I would suspect he may be looking for a financial support. I mean, did we support the uh, pond hockey thing financially, or did we just yeah, contribute manpower or both? Or I, yeah, I, would, I would recommend that we have Dave clarify what he's after here. Basically, what Dave said is they're looking for to for uh, financial support to offset the costs to to put this uh, event on this year. Um, he will email uh, CAO Kelly tomorrow in regards to what those costs and asks will be. Okay. Well, and I'll put a motion on the table. The table is till next council meeting. Then. Okay. All in favor of Councillor Bird's motion. In favor. Um, that then, um, so then, so, <coughs> were, so I have one item, one item, joint fire services dispute resolution, and what was the, the other item? Let's deal with the health foundation. So with the health foundation, uh, every year they do a, sp a spring fling gala, which is their, <clears throat> pardon me, their major fundraiser and awareness campaign. <coughs> pardon me, for the year. Um, the Each year has a specific goal in terms of what it's raising money for this year. Uh, the focus is on women's health, primarily obstetrics, to deal with the increase in births that the Peace River Hospital is taking on. Those numbers are growing exponentially. I think <clears throat> we're up to about 560 births a year right now at the Peace River Hospital. So it's... Uh, it's, it's quite a need for them. Anyhow, uh, the event is taking place on March 28th. It is a dueling pianos and uh, dinner event. 
and the tickets are $100 each, tables, seat eight. So the request coming from the foundation is that there's rec representation at the event um, from as many of us interested in attending. Okay, so um, what, do you have a motion on this particular item? Well, I guess I would, um, the fir first part of the motion would be that we enable counselors to attend, and then I guess we should decide whether or not we want to purchase tickets or if we want to purchase a table and how many uh, tickets we would need. So your motion is to enable all of council to attend? All of council to attend, correct. So all in favor of Councillor Benke's motion? In favor. And uh, <coughs> so do you have another motion that you'd uh, want us to buy a table? or? I guess I wasn't sure who all was around and, and willing to attend, but um, you know, if enough of us are there and want to go, I would like to see us buy a table. I would be interested in attending uh, and could pay for my spouse's ticket if that's the requirement. So, Order the dates again? March 28th. Do we need to know this right now, or can we just put that off to another meeting? When I guess we, we just need to purchase table? tickets by, um, I think it has to be done by March 20th. So we got a month. Are we going to remember it? Well, I would think we just bring it forward to the first meeting in March and discuss it then. I certainly have to clear this with the other person who will be sitting with me. Okay, and um, I guess in terms of a table, we could, if we didn't fill a whole table, we could invite the MD of Peace. Yeah, and their tables are only eight, so that it's not, you know, like when, once you, if you put spouses in play, it's not a lot of people to... To fill it, so. Okay. Um, so the um, I think we dealt with that item. Um, we'll bring it forward and deal with the actual numbers on first week of March. Okay, County of Northern Lights. Um, <clears throat> this just came in. <coughs> this is uh, Joint Fire Services. Um, Agreement. There is the uh, there's a proviso for a dispute <coughs> resolution, and uh, they have basically they feel that we've uh, we've made some changes to the level of service with the through the MCR program, and they're not agreeing to that. Uh, the level of service provided in the agreement speaks specifically to medical core response at an a ACP registered EMR level. However, the recent changes made by the Town of Peace River have, has removed medical co-response from the services provided by the fire department. In addition, the reduction of one paid on-call position in 2014 and additional full-time position in 2015 will, we believe, have an impact on the services for which the county is paying and will increase response times. So they... Uh, would like to go into a uh, into dispute resolution, and uh, I don't know if we need a motion for this. They they can initiate that under clause 11 of the agreement at any time. So uh, the so this is actually directed uh, to the CAO uh, from their CAO. And it said, the closing line is, I look forward to meeting with you in this regard. Thank you. So 
So <laughs> is that the dispute resolution or is that you meet with CAO Van Ort or how do we? I think uh, I was just looking at it here before the meeting. I think that's the first step. The second step is appointment of if we if we fail to reach um, if CAOs fail to resolve the dispute within 30 days following the date of their first meeting, then shall each prepare a written report to the respective councils, the council of the town, and the council of the county each agree to appoint one or more members to work with the one or more members of the other municipality to resolve the dispute. Uh, and then after that, the next step is uh, we get 30 days after that from the councillor's first meeting, and then it goes to arbitration. Okay. This doesn't make any sense to me because there's well, there's no way you can resolve it. I mean, we've passed a motion that we're eliminated, and that's what they're arguing about. So, I mean, there's, I guess you can go and talk to Teresa, but really, are you, what can you accomplish other than getting a basic understanding of what their concerns are, right? Yeah, I, I guess that's where we start, and if it's a clarification or whatever, I can provide that. If it's much past that, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's it'll quickly go to the next step, I'm assuming, but but maybe there'll be a clarification. I don't know. When when is the fire services joint committee? When do they meet next? Is I mean that's that that's where I think the discussion should happen. My understanding is that uh, we're supposed to be arranging a meeting um, once uh, Councillor. Uh, Needham is back. Well, put it on me, will you? <laughs> um, well, I, we, we put this on the agenda because it just came in and we like to deal with these things expeditiously. But um, <coughs> at this particular point, I, I guess we would let, uh, request further clarification in writing. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's not a lot of it doesn't it's not going to cost us much for you to you and Teresa to sit down and talk about and get all the issues out on the table and then then it needs I guess I, at that point I think it comes back to council but maybe we need another well I think the, I think it should go to the fire the joint committee to talk about it and if not there maybe you have to have another meeting with their council but and I, and I would think that's probably the process it'll go to um, I guess you're right we could do it one of two ways is one is simply information the other is to acknowledge their letter and say yeah we will enter the the dispute process as requested and just follow follow along i don't know i tend to agree with you i don't know how we can resolve it but if it's a clarification thing we can explain it maybe yeah. that will but short of that i i suspect it'll go to be at least well, the next step maybe one of the councillors can just make a motion to uh to uh, acknowledge receipt of the letter and that uh, we, uh, we will engage in the dispute resolution. So did the letter come from the CAO or from the Reeve? From the CAO. But there's no, the Reeve didn't sign? Well, they, it came from the CAO, but it refers to the motion they made. We have motion 658 directed that the County of Northern Lights initiate the dispute resolution process. So, Mr. Mayor, I would move that we receive this letter for information and that we um, 
contact them <coughs> saying to set up a meeting and follow along well, the I, process. We were, uh, no, like the CA to set up the meeting and. Right, but the CAO recommended that we acknowledge receipt of the letter and that we will engage in the <coughs> resolution. So is that what you want, or? And, uh, we might pay attention to the uh, statement in 618 that the town and county agree that if there are sufficient resources for their respective fire departments to achieve the level of service, et cetera, et cetera. Your Worship, I'd, like, I'd actually like to see uh, more clar clarification in regards to the highlighted statement, um, 6.18, in regards to what they're, what they're meaning by that highlighted statement. Schedule C is not attached to this document. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's what we'll do, obviously, is we'll start the discussion, we'll figure out where they're at, we'll see if there's a solution to whatever their concerns are, and then it will go to the next step, so. We'll was Lance Bushy in attendance at that County of Northern Lights meeting when that motion was made? I, no, I don't know, not that I'm aware of, but I'm not sure. <laughs> could you tell me the date of the meeting, and then we could find out where Lance was, and whether or not he provided any background to the County of Northern Lights when that motion was made? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it doesn't actually say when they, uh, it must have been last Tuesday, I suppose. Well, I'm surprised that the fire chief usually attends those meetings, especially when there's fire issues brought up. And I'm quite surprised <coughs> that he wasn't able to provide an adequate description of what council's new direction is and uh, avoid the situation that we're currently in. <coughs> yeah. Okay. So there's a motion on the table. So uh, uh, perhaps you can read the motion back to us. My understanding is that Deputy Mayor Manzer moved to accept this um, letter for information and to acknowledge the receipt of the letter and work towards a resolution. Is that correct? Or Thank you. Okay, with that, deputy, all in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion? In favor. Okay. Uh, that's it for new business, right? Um, so uh, it's right now. 25 after now, 23 after 6. Should we take a break now or should we charge through reports uh, and information in council <coughs> reports or how does council want to proceed here? Okay. Uh, uh, the press probably wants to just ask some questions. Um, but let's go to reports. So we have a check registry and three individual P PDFs associated with with the financial reports. 
or the check reports. So uh, any questions on those? Or did I skip something? Just a question. So our new computer upgrading and all that sort of thing, is it on budget? Is it within budget that was allocated to it? The, the I'm not sure. Are you talking about the budget software program or the? Any and all that we're paying to, I think, it, is it Dion Computing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, new server project was completed last year, and that project... If you recall, uh, it, it was over the initial budget. We came back for council approval. It stayed within that approved amended budget. And this is now uh, ongoing regular maintenance. There's a check to a touch of a horse for $3,100. I'm just curious what that was for. Is that something for community services? I'm going to have to check on that. I'm not sure either. Well, it's probably one of those um, programs where, yeah. What, what kind of therapy is it called? Equine. Oh, okay. I... <coughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out who the marketing agent was for Fat Cat Trucking. He should perhaps consider a name change with his rates. <coughs> So, Mr. Mayor, I would move that the February 9th, 18th, and 23rd um, check registries um, be accepted as presented. Okay. All in favor? In favor. That takes us to council reports. Uh, so... Uh, So last week was February 9th to February this, well, to the 23rd, basically. So there we go. So there was a regular meeting in council on February 9th, and uh, I have uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer going to the uh, Peace River Watershed meeting. And to then myself at the Carnival, St. Isidore Carnival. And uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer attended the Northern Alberta Mayors and Reeves meeting in Edmonton. And I think you made some pronouncements there about how the provincial government can increase funding to municipalities or something. And then there was a the Peace River and District Chamber meeting on the 17th at 6 o'clock. And uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer, I think, also attended during the North Conference. Were there any other meetings people attended during that two-week stretch? I attended the RCMP Community uh, Advisory Committee meeting on February 18th. Um, out of that meeting, the ground-level youth are being asked to join that committee, as well as they're looking for 
uh, high school student representation from Glenmary High School, Peace River High, and Grimshaw High School. Um, the RCMP is going to start cracking down on domestic violence in the area. Um, they've done a warrant roundup um, in which they've uh, collected over $16,000 in fines. Uh, there's two new members uh, about to uh, come aboard uh, Peace River. They're also starting what's called I IARD training, which is specifically speaking about school disasters and emergencies. So they'll be picking a, a school locally and doing some uh, doing some training in regards to that. Uh, Dare programs about to uh, to start up here in town, and they're going to be doing the first French presentation with uh, assistance from one of the uh, French officers. Um, going as well with the the Dare program, they will be going into the high schools and actually speaking to off-highway vehicle road use and safety. And that was about it. The only other thing that came out of that is uh, Range Road 842 um, out by Seal Lake is going to be diverted on Range Road 840 by the end of 2015. So, uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer, do you want to comment on... Uh, Peace River, the mighty Peace River Watershed Alliance, and the Northern Alberta Mayors and Leaders Conference, and growing the North Conference. Sure. There was actually two watershed meetings. One was on the 12th, one was on the 20th. And uh, basically, they're at the state where they're sending in their grant proposal for this year. And they, along with several other of these types of programs, they're they don't usually know whether or not they've got their full grant funding until after their year end, so there's always uncertainty about staffing and um, projects for probably around three months after the end of April. Um, the integrated watershed mapping process has started. There's going to be a steering committee and two working groups, and the issues they will work on, water quality and availability away from mainstream, wetlands and wetland loss, Consumptive use of fresh water, both ground and surface water. That's one group. Second group, non-saline groundwater and the Peace River flow regime. And they'll stagger this work over the next uh, two years, hopefully. And there's some uncertainty about how this ties into the land use framework. Their AGM will be in Fairview May 22nd at the Dunvegan Motor Inn. So that was the watershed. Uh, Growing the North Conference was a very good conference, I thought. Uh, one of the main speakers was, um, I don't know if he's former MLA or still MLA, Doug Griffith, who has written a, a book, apparently, called 13 Ways to Ruin Your Community. And it was actually quite entertaining and uh, quite insightful. So I know that Northern Lakes College is looking at perhaps having him come and uh, speak at one of their functions to which um, others would be invited. So I would say we should go. Uh, Northern Mayors and Reeves, uh, one of the main things that came out of that was uh, discussion about the proposed 211 number, like 911. This is 211. And um, the AUMA already has a resolution that they passed um, uh, promoting this, in particular um, promoting it in such a way that it's funded by another charge on uh, cell phones and home phones, similar to the way in which 9-11, um, um, I think, is funded. 
So what, what is 211 going to do for me? 211 would connect you to people in your community who might help you with non-emergency uh, social, health, and government services. I thought that was 311s. No, 311s. 311s, Edmonton and Calgary civi, civi, City Services and Programs. Don't be confused with 511 if you want to get that. Yes, there's all 11s. And then there's a conversation about whether 811 would become the Alberta Health Link number. I want to know what happens when they run out of numbers. There's no more emergencies or anything. <laughs> So they were all good conferences, and um, I would recommend that um, well, a few more people attend. Uh, so didn't the, Nor didn't the Northern Mayors and Reeves make some recommendations to the provincial government around Yes, apparently these were quite newsworthy. Um, sin taxes um, would be something that uh, that group, some in that group were saying should be raised in order to... Um, fund the deficit um, they well basically that's the one that stood out um, what else did you hear Mr. Mayor my memory's at a loss right now did they have something about hotel taxes or room tax not in particular okay. talked about tourism as being a 7.2 billion dollar industry in Alberta though okay mm-hmm so will they get a 711 number? Then? They could be one of those services you could phone about. <laughs> okay. And, uh, okay. So, uh, Councillor Becky, do you want to speak to the Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce event or not? Um, the supper that we had last week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. So... The Chamber of Commerce sent a, a request to Council to meet with them to discuss uh, a few different items. One was the Economic Development um, Board that we have joined, Lac Cardinal. Um, <clears throat> the goal uh, was to set some priorities. I think that there were four that uh, Dan wrote down, and maybe Terry can elaborate on them, but four that he wrote down that... Um, I guess kind of came out of that conversation. Um, then the, there was some discussion had regarding uh, communication between ourselves and the chamber. <clears throat> so we, hopefully we can work on that. And the mayor and myself will be presenting to the chamber on March the 4th. <clears throat> Pardon me. And that is um, specific to uh, the arena, although I would not be surprised if uh, it was a broad question session after that. Um, there was a discussion regarding the tax increase and, and the reason or the rationale behind the tax increase and uh, discussion was had in regards to why uh, taxes went up and uh, we indicated that our position at this point was for the rec levy, the importance of the rec levy in terms of addressing uh, the arena infrastructure that needs to be replaced. So uh, I think we made that fairly clear and, and um it, the indication was some people were not aware of that, so I guess we need to do a better job of getting that message out. Uh, and there was some discussion as well about there being a town hall or open house uh, event that the chamber would host to discuss certain items, um, and I think that's to be discussed at a later date uh, in terms of how we want to do that format and discussion points. Um, I feel like there should be more since we were there for three hours, but... 
Um, there was uh, the Shelley Shannon from the Record Gazette noted that uh, the newspaper gets a lot of calls from the general public about questions that they around town business that um, they they can't answer, but uh, perhaps the press can provide the you know if. Uh, Joanne, if you get those questions, maybe you can bring them every week, and and that'll give us an indication of the the, the concerns that are out there and the kind of questions people might have, and, and uh, perhaps you can even turn them into a story or something. Okay. Um, and, and just as one other point, just I did have one other meeting um, <coughs> during that week, which was an MPC meeting on February the twelfth. PC is Municipal Planning Commission. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's pretty well it. I don't think. So what's coming up next week? Can you advise me? Terry had some. Oh, Terry. Oh, go ahead, Terry. Uh, since our last meeting, we did have a, uh, along with the other meetings that were already mentioned, a uh, Lac Cardinal Regional Development Board meeting on the 16th, uh, where we adopted an agenda. Uh, formally uh, adopted Dan's uh, position with the board and uh, had a brief update there on going forward. So for the press's benefit, Dan DeBelt is now the, <coughs> the interim economic development officer for the Lac Cardinal Economic Development Region. Correct. And in terms of next, this coming week, on the 24th, Shell uh, Climate Creek. Oh, that's tomorrow? Safety dinner, Shell Climate Creek. Oh, no, oh, no I thought it was tomorrow. I got 24th. It is transferred to Wednesday, and I'm okay. sorry. I'm using a web-based. It didn't transfer my calendar here. So it is Wednesday at 9 a.m.? Wednesday. Okay. Just a minute. I think you're done approving things. Yeah, I didn't quite catch all that. I had an airport meeting written down for tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Is that on or no? Uh, I'm sorry, we're just... Are we, are we talking about something else? We're just trying to clarify it, actually. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a confusion. The airport meeting was originally Monday, moved to Tuesday, then they moved it to Wednesday. So that's Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Right. The Shell supper, safety supper, I believe, is still tomorrow night. Yes. Right. Yes. Sawridge. Sawridge. Okay. So, Colin, the uh, the meeting that you're referring to has now been changed to Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Okay. And if I can get out of bed at 6 a.m., I will, I will phone in. Thank you. Okay. And on the 25th at 6 p.m., there's a special meeting of council. And is it 5? I have 5 in my calendar. Okay. Five it is on the 25th, and this will uh, deal with uh, parks and recreations plan. Uh, um, actually, I believe that the community services board is dealing with that plan that same night. It was what I've been told. They have their meeting, and they were going. That's on their agenda to go through that plan. So the suggestion was that maybe the community services board should should look at it first before it comes back here again. Well, what we'll do is... You we'll, have the RCMP we'll, as well, though. 
and we'll have the RCMP here. Uh, that'll be an in-camera portion, and we will I, we'll, we'll still deal with the Parks and Rec. We'll lay out the type of format we want to see these action plans come back in. Okay. So on the uh, 26th, uh, we won't be going to that. That's the Water North Coalition. Do they call themselves a coalition? Water North Coalition at Slave Lake, and we decided that we would not as a council or councillors attend that. Um, and the, uh, the, the opening of the Northern Lakes College STEAM Lab uh, that's their grand opening, and that will be happening on Friday at um, 10.30 in the morning. And I take it that'll, that'll be at the STEAM Lab itself. Okay? And um, Mr. Burr will be attending the Harley party at the Peace Playland. Is that correct? Oh, am I, I thought this was part of the... Uh, um, That's different than uh, that parent link. Oh, I thought this was parent link. <coughs> oh, okay. So nobody is actually attending the Harley party. Okay. And then uh, there's a regular meeting of town council on the, uh, is it the second? Okay. Uh, is there anything else that people had planned? No. Just want to note for council again to clarify, I will be leaving for holidays on the 25th and returning to town on the 16th, so I will not be attending any meetings, boards, whatever, in that time period. So the 25th of February. Yeah. Okay. okay. No phone calls? No. Councillor Slachek knows what a holiday is. <laughs> that takes us into the information session. Uh, the Walter E. Memorial Scholarship um, uh, added some information there. <coughs> and uh, there are applications and brochures uh, <coughs> available for the scholarship. Um, there also attached to that is the, uh, well, it isn't attached to our PDF, but the criteria there. And so that's available through MMSA, the McKenzie Municipal Services Agency. So how, how are we going to uh, distribute that information, make that aware? How much is the scholarship for? 500. 500? Were you a past winner of that scholarship? Oh, there are. The guidelines are actually attached. Okay. And then there's the Northwest Regional Skills Canada, and they provided a thank you because we uh, gave them some money, didn't we? Yeah, nice little handwritten note. Okay. And um, there's a letter from the town of Grimshaw. Grimshaw North Peace Housing Meeting. Um, and this uh, 
Okay, they try to capture the comments of the meeting. I'll let people review that at their own at their own leisure. Uh, then we have North Peace Housing Foundation letters from residents. Uh, are they actually letters from residents, or are they from uh, this first one? <coughs> we don't have any. Uh, we were cc'd on this. This went from a uh, went to North Peace Housing, and um, I'm not sure either one of my residents. I think we were just cc'd on them. So yeah. As some of you know, I was a counselor in Reeve of the MD of Peace for many years. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Prime Minister Stephen Harfer announced the cha changes to parliamentary secretaries February 16, 2015. <coughs> and uh, is Mr. Workington being made... So our our local MP is has taken on a new uh, new title. And yeah, he's got uh, a parliamentary secretary for public works and government services. Okay, very good. That's good to know. And, uh, best of luck. Okay, uh, maybe a motion to accept uh, items 11.1 through 11.5 for information. Mr. Sachak, so move. All, all in favor of Mr. Sachak. Motion. Councillor Sachak's motion. Uh, are there any notices of motion, Mr. Munn? No, uh, that actually will more or less take us to in camera, but we'll uh, just deal with key communication items. So we'll uh, turn to the press and ask them for their uh, observations. And, and or questions. So what was noteworthy about today's meeting? Right. Right. So Sorry, Joanne, what was that? Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, Councillor Benke will field the questions on uh, on the uh, Peace River Child Care Center. So we, the council voted to, uh, along with the uh, uh, Council of Northern Sunrise Council to uh, support and expansion of the Peace River daycare facility to the tune of uh, $250,000. And uh, I suppose the other person to contact would be Ms. Danks, of the president of that association directly, if you have some questions. Um, the... Uh, 
the Northern Lakes College, they're looking to host a cooking program out of the airport, but we will be advertising to see if there is a private commercial venture that would like to uh, to work out of that uh, out of the airport. And part of the reason there is that even though Northern Lakes is looking to put in a cooking program, they're 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 not looking to actually provide food service <coughs> to airport clientele. Um, and what was the other one you mentioned? <laughs> right. So the county of Northern Lights uh, wants to enter into uh, dispute resolution. Um, um, and their primary issue, we believe, is uh, is the town of Peace River elect, uh, um, basically changing the MCR program to the MFR program. Um, do you want to speak to it, or should I? I yeah, well, Mr. Ford will speak to it. We uh, at this point, I I don't know if there's much we can say because it'll be going through uh, dispute resolution. And we're moving ahead on the uh, air handling unit for the pool. <laughs> in case in case you're swimmers or something like that, <laughs> or aquasizers. I can see some nice green vine growing up those stacks from here, you know, some, some nice trellises. Any other questions you have of us? Uh, I think it's great here to see Tommy for photos. I, I talked to Ms. Rod briefly about this. Oh, okay. Just photo ops for the town so the town can see what you Okay, yeah. <coughs> I suggested that last time too, so get on that work again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so there'll be the uh, the opening of the uh, steam lab. We gave them a big <laughs> check already, so uh, but uh, it'll be worth a photo op. Um, we should. There were a few people that were supposed to come back. Yeah, we we are. In, I can't remember who we are exactly. I think the skateboarding. The victim services. Victim services, and we were going to have them come to a council meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And the seniors group is another group that uh, I asked a question about in terms of presentation. Mm -hmm. Hey, and we put out the 2014 year in review. <laughs> okay. Economic development officer. Okay, great. Okay. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm. Well, I know that Record Gazette is part of the uh, Chamber of Commerce, so March the 4th there will be a presentation on the arena and, uh, and a, an explanation on how that arena is to be funded, or how we're proposing to fund it, rather. Brian, you're pretty quiet tonight. Should we take a break? Do you need any uh, sound bites, or is that good enough for you guys? Okay, we'll take a break here for uh, 10 minutes, and then...
go, we'll come back and go in camera.